What's up, all you nostalgic Captain Crunches? I'm your host. Crunch Eye. Crunch Eye. <laughs> I'm your host, Corbin Andrews. And we can all take a nice sigh of relief knowing that Christian is in a better place. <laughs> he's not here, so he's got to be in a better place somewhere. So, <laughs> But he will be here. He will be here at the main segment but not in the fun segments. So <laughs> we will, his, his, uh, his two cents of, yeah, I liked it. will be missed for sure. <laughs> but taking his place, stepping up to the plate is a man who has never been on the podcast before is our second ever guest on the podcast. And, uh, he has many titles, some of, Arbiter, others as Goose, but you can call him Jason Reese. Welcome, Jay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so so excited to be here and very honored. That's right. The only other person we've had on here is uh, my husband, Eric, So, <laughs> as he's known. It's my husband, Eric. Oh, right. Well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll fill in for Christian and across the way... Kinder Mickles. Hello. I got a new couch today. We got a new couch. Yeah. It's a are great you gonna, day. Are you going to burn your old one? I don't know. I haven't even honestly like considered that you? until you said that. Well, how far are you from West Virginia? Pretty far. Well, you need to honor your West Virginian brothers by burning, <laughs> by burning the couch. Uh, okay. They will all appreciate it if you do that. <laughs> All the West Virginia listeners will say they will salute you, Kendra. We're probably just going to throw it out. That's so disappointing. Well, anyway. Anyway, Kendra, what's your elf I see, girl? Everyone what's your elf I see? Uh, really not a lot. Um, Same. Really nothing, actually. Like, I can't uh -huh. even think. I'm not even reading anything right now. I'm supposed to be reading... Leviathan Wakes for a book club, and I have been failing at that. And I've really just been watching The Office a lot. Um, I don't even think I've watched anything new. Well, I'll uh, I'll just go ahead and, and save this podcast then. <laughs> um, so so we talked about that Formula One documentary last podcast, mm -hmm. and I'm just repeating it. I just love it so much. I just. Sorry, watching. He really it. does. I just... He loves it so much. <laughs> even even if no one else loves it, he'll love it. I don't care. I don't care if anybody else watches it. I'm just gonna keep it on loop. I think he's got about another two or three weeks that he'll be obsessed about it. I mean, I don't know. And then it'll just fall off. Maybe. Well, well until the next big thing happens. But right well, now, you have a race, a com an upcoming race that you're excited about. Yeah, so. yeah. The front, the it's in Fr France. So it should be a good one, but oh, I don't know. There's like a point in time where I start to get into something and then I obsess about something and want to know everything about it. And formula one has definitely become that. So it was that way with the NFL when I was in middle school, it was that way with the Lord of the Rings universe. And so formula one is just taking, taking a new life for me. So what's that movie? Or show where someone asks if this if they're into racing, 
And Lizzie the McGuire. Person, is it Lizzie McGuire where he's yeah, like Formula like, Two? There is a Formula. It's like minor league. It's like Formula F two is like the minor leagues. But <laughs> that's funny. I'm glad you knew exactly what I was I knew about. I did. Because every time <laughs> I've ever thought about Formula One, I've thought of him saying that. Oh yeah, I'm into NASCAR, Formula One, Formula Two. <laughs> Um, but I, I'm glad that Jay's here because I think everything that I have seen stem has, Jay has been a part of as well. So I'll just go ahead and get into the big thing. We watched us, um, the uh, other, did you? Yeah. The other night I have not seen get out. Never did. Um, Neither have I. I didn't really, I saw get out. I didn't really care to, but it was I, good. I we watched this one at a friend's house and it is really good and it, I really do you think I could do I could watch it? I didn't think of it. I didn't think it was scary at all. Well, but, you said that about Cabin in the Woods and that really freaked me out. So. Cabin in the Woods is a is okay. Is not, it as scary as Cabin in the Woods? Well, since I thought Cabin in the Woods was about a zero on the scale, then I would say uh, this is like a point five if, on the scale. If zombie hillbillies killing you in the woods doesn't scare you, I don't know what does. Kendra, it's a, it's like a daggum. Are they fast zombies? The, well, the these hillbillies, yes. That's They're a, not. They we weren't actually, zombies. They were just we, like psycho hillbillies. We actually talked about you this morning at breakfast <laughs> because Jay was talking about fast zombies, and I was like, honestly, even if you bring up like joking around zombies to Kendra, she will freak out yeah. until you stop talking. I really don't like zombies. Do you do you not like uh uh Zombieland? I do like Zombieland. Oh, okay. Um, well, then but I it's not super you. it's not super zombie. It's not as zombie as some other stuff. Yeah. But I love all the Resident Evil movies too, so I just Kendra, I don't know. It's hard to know. it's hard to gauge. Anyway, I mean, I mean, it wasn't. It's suspenseful, I'd say. Definitely. But it's not, Kendra. I didn't. I was not like I have been living at home by myself because Christian's been gone this whole week, and I did not lose one wink of sleep over it. So, I mean, I don't. Well, Eric and I keep scrolling past it, and I'm like, should we watch it? And we're both just like, I don't know. Well, but I didn't think Get Out was scary. Like it was suspenseful. I, but... I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because I haven't seen it. But I mean, Us was. Um, I think Jordan Peele. This is my first ever Jordan Peele movie. So there were some really good things about it. I liked his. I thought the soundtrack was really good. Um, he treats you like you're a smart adult watching it, and that is. Uh, that's something that can be missed in movies for sure. Like, you know, movies kind of dumb it down because they think you're an idiot where Jordan Peele just assumes that you're a smart adult and you can figure it out. So I want to go back and rewatch it because I mean, Jay, I don't know what you thought, but we kind of weren't in a, an environment where we were really focused. I was kind of, we the half of the movie we were trying to figure out if we were going to eat a chocolate chip pizza <laughs> and, then, and then when we weren't trying to figure that out one friend that we were i, I i'm fine saying this because i know that for, for a fact she will not listen to this was like 
everything she's like this is stupid and we just kind of made fun of it and then it would be like this is stupid and then we kind of make fun of it when it's kind of like he's true it's weird like you have to operate in the space of like this is it's weird so so i would like to kind of watch it not necessarily on my own but in a group that is like willing to just be quiet and watch it so maybe when you uh when you come to my house in a couple weeks we yeah can watch it yeah, I, I, Kendra, I don't know. I Maybe really don't. Maybe we can watch Green Room too. <gasps> I love Green Room. I know. I really don't know what you think is scary anymore. <laughs> I have no idea. I have, honestly, the fact that you think Cabin in the Woods is scary is Cabin blows. in the Woods had some really freaky part. It, mostly that part in the woods. Where like the, a, the whole thing is like a satire on scary movies. Yeah, I get that. But it those those hillbillies freaked me out. <laughs> Kendra, to, I'm going to be very honest. I do not remember the hillbillies in the, in the you movie. You don't. No. You don't no. remember the two of them are in the woods and then the hillbillies show up and like slit her throat. <laughs> no, I do not at wow. all. That really freaked me out. Oh man. That's anyway. Really, that's really funny. So that's really all I've seen, and uh, I'll let Jay. Jay, kick it off. Yeah, I'll I'll just uh, before I transition on from us to the other things that I've seen, um, I'll just say one little thing about us. Yeah, um, say as much as so you here's want. A, here's it's a really. I mean, Kendra, do you like do you like penguins? Films? <laughs> like, do you like what when you're watching a film, like when you can tell that they're just really good, like the cinematography. Yeah. Even if. Like maybe there's not a whole lot of substance or a whole lot of a script, like script to it. Yeah. Yes. I would and, say. and and I and I that's I mean that's something that I I just love. There's some films that that have very little script that I love because they're just so wonderfully shot. And I think that this watching the film a second time just for that reason alone, I think would be would be beneficial because I think mm-hmm. there may have been some things that. Well, just like lots of movies, when you take it on, you know, when you first see it, you're not really, you're just taking it in and you're just experiencing it. And this film had a lot of that, I think. Of course, there's a lot of very straightforward shots. Like, there mm-hmm. is a story. There is, I mean, there is a good flow. You're not going to be like, what's going on for the whole movie? But, I mean, it's it's just impressive to me to see to see him come out with this as his second film and him not have watered anything down. I mean, he was, it, I, and like I said, I haven't seen the first, I haven't seen his first, the, what was it called? Get Out? Get yeah. Out, yeah. Um, and I heard lots of great things about it and it did look good, but from what I saw in the trailer, it looked like it was basically allegorical, mm. which mm-hmm. if that's true, then he is continuing with that. You know, and, yeah. and, and that seems to be something that he's um, he's into, and and I like that stuff. I mean, so usually you don't get that. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a, deeper, a lot. Too. It's a deeper Shit. meaning type mm-hmm. of horror. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely recommend Get Out. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I will have to. I I really I want to watch it. We should watch it because okay. we both haven't watched it. We should watch it. Okay. Um, but okay, so. Three other things that I've watched. 
have not finished Game of Thrones, but I have almost finished the first season of Game of Thrones this <laughs> week. Da, 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 da. I, nice. uh, I got him into it. Oh, to watch it again for the first well, time. Well, Jay this whole time has been really against it. I have. He's been... I don't have any problems saying he's that. He's been like... Like morally? This, no. No. Oh. No, Jay has no morals. I have but, no morals <laughs> But, no, it, I think it's... Was it mainly just because everybody was into it? It was more or less the... Okay, so when I first started watching it, I was a little bit... It, like... I just didn't feel entertained by the first and second episode. Like I was wow, like, "Wow, it drew it sucked me in the first episode." I was like, "I'm I, in." And so I, I maybe it was it wasn't that there wasn't good things. I mean, clearly it was a fast paced pilot episode, but I think I was like, at the time that I started watching it, there was like maybe I don't know six six seasons that had come out already. And so I had just now watched the the pilot and everyone else was kind of boarding into it. And I'm just like, I guess I just expected, I expected Lord of the Rings in my mind. Like I expected gotcha. a very mature version of, of Lord of the Rings. And I'm not saying that it isn't, but from what I've seen so far, I mean, I, I want to keep watching it. I will say yeah. that. I, yeah. I never thought I would really want to I watch it. I didn't think you would get into it, honestly. So I want to, I got, I have one more episode of that left and then... I'm going to wait a couple weeks. I told Corbin, I'm going to wait a couple weeks before I go into the second season, and I'm going to see if I actually miss the story mm. arc. And if Jay I really likes miss to it, let things marinate, I will go back to it. Well, knowing how the first season ends, I'm going to say you're, you're going to want to keep I, going. That's where I'm leaning right now, but of course I'm leaning that way right now because I'm, I'm in the middle of it. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited about the Night's Watch. I think that's what I'm most excited about is just seeing more of that i mean of course i like i like some of the other story arcs that are taking place but i'm i'm most enticed by the night's watch and the history yeah. of the night's watch well this is my second time because we've been watching it together and this is obviously my second time watching it and so that's uh that's been it's been interesting to kind of go back and to see the the connections from the first season to the last and, yeah so i'm i'm pumped that you you've been watching it yeah so. i mean it's i'm i I, I can see why there would be a lot of people that love it. I would just have to keep going. Keep powering on. Yeah. Power through. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I've also been – I have not yet finished Mad Men. I have – that is that is a perfect example of a show that I have been letting just marinate. marinate. Mm. Yeah, I'm on season six of that. And so I just watched that when I – every blue moon, I'll, I'll pick up an episode or two. It's have not you, something that you can binge, have, in no, my opinion. No, you it's gotta, not. you got to take it in small doses. Yeah. And then in honor of the 75th year of Deed Since D-Day, mm-hmm. I watched Band of Brothers. Mm. Um, it's taken a couple of weeks for me to get through that. But That's, uh, I just finished that yesterday. Uh, oh, you, did you finish it? Yeah. That's probably my favorite miniseries of all time. That's a good one. I read the book after I read after I watched it, and uh, man, it's just a, it's a great story. It's really a unique story of them going from D-Day all the way to they go to Hitler's Eagles Eagles Eagles, Eagles Nest Eagles Nest not Eagles Rest right Eagles Nest. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's a it's a good one, man. But Kendra, I think that's it. I think yep. that's all well, I actually thought of something that I can mention. Kendra, I know. I know. Um, and I haven't really chosen to watch this. Eric keeps putting it on when I'm in the room. 
And at first, I really didn't like it, but it's slowly growing on me at the more we watch it. It's a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave um, with Tim Robinson. And it's like a it's like a sketch show. And there's a bunch of different sketches in each episode. But uh, each one is like it starts out like a normal situation and then it just becomes like super awkward. Like every they're all different, but it's just like. Yeah, so um, mm. at first I was just like, I don't know, I think it was kind of stressing me out, like, but then, like, the oh, more... Oh no, one the, of those. I know, but the more we've watched it, the more I'm like, this is just, it's just, like, stupid. Like, there's one with, uh, oh, what's the guy from Last Man on Earth, and... Uh, Will Forte. Yes, there's one with him where he's on a plane next to Tim Robinson, and, like, slowly throughout the sketch he makes it clear that at one point, like 25 years ago, he was on a plane and Tim Robinson as a baby was also on the plane and he wouldn't stop crying. And so he's like, and it like ruined his life. And so he like obsessed over it for 25 years. And then he like orchestrated sitting next to him on the plane. It's really funny. (laughs) So it's stuff like that. Um, But yeah. So if you like sketch shows, I would recommend it, but, uh, yeah. And it just got renewed. It just got renewed for a second season. So Mm. anyway, all right. Shall we do the news? Let's break off a piece of the fan of the, the fancy, the nostalgia news. news. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. I honestly was, I hesitated there (laughs) because I forgot. A uh, couple of trailers this week. Uh, there was a new trailer for the Veronica Mars, uh, new season of Veronica Mars that's coming out. I didn't watch it because um, I have not seen all of Veronica Mars yet, so I didn't really want to. I didn't want to spoil oh, it for myself. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I thought I would have assumed that you had seen all of it. I have not actually. Oh. Um, I was watching through it and then I stopped, and I need to get back into it. So. Um, but we got a trailer for the Pennyworth show, as in Alfred Pennyworth, as in Batman, that's coming out. I thought it looked kind of fun, actually. I did not know that Alfred's last name was Pennyworth, and I had (laughs) to look on IMDb on the description to figure out who this was about, because the whole time I'm like... You could tell that it's like, see, this it's this guy. And I was yeah. like, I don't know who Pennyworth is, so But he says the guy gives him a card and says, I'm Thomas Wayne. Yeah, that's when I I honestly I, I didn't I even like, hear it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, is this right? Like is it is okay. And then the more I kept watching it, I was like, yes. No, it looks fun. Is I agree. I, I agree. It looks like um, a fun little it said it's an epics show. I have no idea where this is going to be. Like epics, what, is that a streaming service? I think epics is like Showtime or a uh, Hulu. Uh, I mean, or a HBO. So I'll never get to watch. You, basically. You'll never get to watch it. Oh boy! Unless you buy this new app, this well, new streaming service. I'll watch it when it comes out on DVD and my Man, and if my Christian local library here, gets it. So Disney and Pixar have announced the next Pixar movie. It's going to be called Soul, S-O-U-L. Um, and it will debut June 19th, 2020. 
Soul will be the second original Pixar film next year after Onward, which opens March 6th. So we're getting... Is Onward a Pixar film? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're getting two Pixar films next year. That's a lot. Is um, it? Yeah. Does it... Oh. I mean, don't, don't we get... Don't we usually get Pixar films like every five years or something? I have no idea. I don't pay attention. I shouldn't have said that. I don't even pay attention to Disney <laughs> or Pixar or anything. I mean, it seems like it's been a while, but uh... if I were to guess, yeah, I would have I would have guessed that you would have gotten like three Pixar movies a year or three or four. But I don't. Again, I don't know. I was trying to scroll through this article to see if there's any more information about what it's about or anything, but I don't see anything. So, hmm. but it's a it's a coming. It's a coming. Uh, Ron Howard is going to be directing his first animated film. Oh, look at him! What's what's it called? Well, let me let me look and see <laughs> what this Variety article says. This says the project is one of four ambitious original animated and live action hybrid films he and Brian Grazer have set up through their company Imagine Entertainment. Howard is attached to direct The Shrinking of Treehorn, a children's oh. book by Florence Perry Hyde with illustrations by Edward... <laughs> uh, well, it's spelled weird. Hyde. With, with, <laughs> with illustrations by Edward Gorey, originally published in 1971, uh, and Paramount will release the film. Treehorn. Treehorn. Treeherders. The Shrinking of Treehorn. The Shepherd of the Forest. <laughs> this is based on on a on a children's book or That's just a, a regular book it's a, a children's book by florence perry hyde hyde <laughs> yeah so cool good for interesting good for ron good for old ron good old ron all right maybe I'll... bryce will be in it so we were talking about cash grabs by uh, Harry Potter the other day. So yeah. get ready for some more. Uh, the Hunger Games prequel oh. will be coming out November, or not November, of tw- in 2020. A prequel that deals with, I think it's going to be about the aftermath of like the the big war that happened. Oh my God. Well, I... and the movie studio that did Hunger Games is already interested in turning it into a movie. So, of course. So this says, uh, and this is on U.S. News, the novel, currently untitled, is scheduled for release May nineteenth of twenty twenty. Collins, who is the author, said in a statement Monday that she would go back to the years following the so-called dark days, uh, the failed rebellion in Panem. That's basically well, it. I don't I guess I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a it's a tough line because I'm pumped for the prequel trilogy or the prequel series of Game of Thrones. And that doesn't feel like a cash grab to me. Well, but, but I feel like it's because we're does. just coming off of Game of Thrones. Like it's been so long since the last Hunger Games movie. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, it's just it. Also, I think it's the universes too. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in Game of Thrones that you could work with, whereas Hunger. I mean, you're. It kind of feels like you're just trying to grab at something. So, I don't know. It's kind of a. I. I mean, I guess if you if this is what you've had planned all along, then it's fine. But if not, and you're just trying to 
make a quick buck or whatever, then it's really I, sad. I don't know her motives for doing it, but, uh... But you all had motive. <laughs> well, all the Lizzie McGuire references. That's today. right. Man, we're going back. Um, so, my last bit of news is, um, did you guys watch anything with E3? This this was, like, last week, and I totally yes. forgot to mention it. Did you see Keanu Reeves on E3? Um, At E3? I saw him in the game. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> so you didn't see the clip of him talking on stage? I think I saw, like, I think I just saw it, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. Okay, well, you should watch it again, because it's really funny, but I just, like, it's it's just so funny that, like, Keanu is everywhere right now, it feels. Yeah, he's kind of having a Keanu-sance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the world is just, like, in love with Keanu at the moment. But, yeah. yeah, he came on the stage because they showed, like, the trailer, and he's in the game, um, and then he came out on stage to talk about it, but he said something like... When you see what the world in Cyberpunk 2077 looks like, 2077 looks like, um, it, it really is breathtaking. And someone in the audience yelled out, you're breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was Those like, you're rocks. breathtaking. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, I, uh, I'm i excited. for That's probably one of the most exciting games yeah. like, that I'm the most excited for. Uh, to come out and so and that was way before he I mean this E3 and and him being attached to it but it just seems like a a fun game so I mean I love Kia whatever people want to say on this podcast (laughs) I love him Uh so I'm Uh excited let's roll back the tape let's roll back the tape all I said was was that he was not a versatile actor and that is true did you watch that clip from that movie that I told you to watch of Keanu no. Okay, I'm gonna send it to you. What What are you talking about? In the Netflix movie, Always Be My Maybe. Oh no! I said he's in that. Okay, Shit. I'm gonna send you the clip so you could watch it. Okay. All right. Did it, uh, that's all the news I had? Unless you that's, have anything um, else. Nope. That's it. So this nostalgia of the week is uh, is going to be about cereal. Milk and cereal, cereal so, and milk. So, we've we've brought in the big guns. But I feel like I am not only famous, but I feel like at the same time I am being able to join something that I love myself. Yeah. I have been following the podcast since the beginning. And Jay, that's a that's been... that means so much to Christian. Not to me. I don't care. <laughs> I literally the reason that i get up it's it's the reason day. why he keeps doing this I, he finds <laughs> he finds the energy to move on yeah I, I do have something to confess before i go any farther though and that's i am the culprit i did probably i'm, I'm the person that's given you the one star on accident <laughs> <laughs> Dang, we're, we're at like we're literally like 4.9 because of you and i can't are you back. serious that's tried, so funny. So I tried voting for it. And the thing about the voting method on iTunes is, I mean, as soon as you tap it, you're committing to the vote. You can't unvote. So <laughs> I hit, I was going to, I thought, oh, well, I'll be able to like scroll over to five. So 
anyway, it just I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's really so. Funny. I, really, really I just funny. need to come clean. Honestly, <laughs> I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna confess something to you. I have actually looked at our podcast ratings at night, and I have seen that there has been a one. <laughs> one star and it it has kept me up for at least an extra 30 minutes <laughs> thinking who, ha- who, who hates has our podcast to do this to us a young podcast so now that i know it's my own best friend <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man all right so we're talking about cereal today yeah let me uh let me say how this got this got started. So one day, me and Jay were sitting in in my kitchen, and just eating a bowl of cereal, looking at the box. And Jay just said, "I'd like to do a nostalgia podcast about this." <laughs> so that's really it. And then we had a giant cereal. What cereal were you eating? Uh, I was eating Captain Crunch. Well, you know what? Actually, we did. It did. It come from. It came from that conversation. But we actually, we actually started talking about cereal before we decided to start eating it. We actually made a trip to the grocery store to, so that we could start eating it. Oh, we right. We didn't actually have right. it to begin with. The, so we com- didn't have, we the didn't conversation have cereal. inspired cereal eating. Yes, basically. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we're here to talk about cereal. So would you like to kick it off, Jay? Or I would be honored. That means a lot. <laughs> this is the start to redeeming the one star. I feel. Right I feel that I have been given given a great honor, and uh, clearly I do need to. I, I need redemption. Yeah. So yeah, <clears throat> we will wash it clean with milk. <laughs> okay. So let's see here. So I'm just going to start with. Um. Kidra, your question, we didn't, I don't know that we actually, I interrupted, so we didn't get the answer, but that night we went to uh, the grocery store, and Christian and Corbin, they did a pretty good job. I mean, they, they knew, they had their heart set on something. I yeah. did as well, but it was not there. I could not find what I really, really, truly wanted, and so we ended up with Reese's Puffs. Um, that was me. I was Reese's Puffs I, I all got day, it. every day. I got the Captain Crunch peanut butter. Yeah. Oh. At my suggestion. Let's yeah. not forget that. Well, it was between that and uh, Cinnamon Life, which I'll talk about later because I have some things to say about the Life cereal. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, and, and then the last one was, um, it was Tricks. Yeah. And here's the weird mm-hmm. thing, and I wanna, I wanted to answer your question because this is so weird. So, so the conversation that that Corbin and I were having was. You know, other than just we love cereal, for some reason we started talking about tricks. Mm-hmm. We started talking about how, man, something just changed with tricks cereal ever since they changed with yeah, because they, they went to the, the balls. Yeah, they just changed it to straight spheres. I mean, I ultimately, I mean, I, I, I totally stopped eating it for that reason. I just was. They're it wasn't not inspiring. in the different like fruit shapes. They weren't. They weren't for a while. Hmm. Right, like years for for a long time. But it had been – I had basically ridden tricks off for that. So I hadn't really been paying attention. And we, we show up at the grocery store, and they're like, now, back with shapes. And it was so weird. It's like they had, we had heard. Just, we had just been talking about yeah. it. Anyway, <laughs> so they knew 
you know, they, they are. They listening. knew. You they know they're coming. They've been spying on our thoughts, basically. The Tricks company, whoever runs Tricks. Well, I can only imagine that they got some backlash for it. Because oh, that's I'm sure. That is such a. You don't mess with a beloved cereal shape and get away with it. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there are a lot of 90s and 2000s children. Probably. That are now adults. Probably. That stamp their feet in mm. anger. Anger. I didn't or, even know. I haven't had tricks. tricks. I haven't had tricks in probably 15 years. Wow. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's been a long time. Interesting. Did we determine if all tricks taste the same or if they taste different? I think they taste different, don't they? See, I, I want them to taste different. I'm pretty sure I they see the don't. different shapes. I want them to, but I don't think that they do. I tried. I tried closing. I tried taking them all out, all the shapes, putting them on the table that night that we went to the grocery store. We got back and we were eating them, and I closed my eyes. I just like picked random. <laughs> I put my mouth, and I couldn't taste anything different. But they all were delicious. They were all equally delicious. Yeah, I think that they. I don't think. Colors really mean anything yeah. in cereal. Like all Fruit Loops are the same taste. Yeah, all so. Apple Jacks are Apple Jacks. Oh, Apple Jacks I really are so love good. Apple Jacks. Yeah. Apple Jacks has like a soft spot in my heart. Right. For right. sure. Should we talk about, like, should we each say our favorite cereals? We can. We can. I would say that'd be great. Are we going to list with, our top but, five cereals? Well, let's start with a the, lot. the ones we like as kids. Because my, one of my favorite cereals are, you gonna, are different. All right, than what I would have eaten as a kid. Okay, okay. let's talk so, about that. Maybe we can move our way from, you know, earliest memory of cereal. Okay. And then segue into well, favorite I would, cereal. I, yeah, I for sure would like to uh, also talk about the marketing of cereal and how smart it is. But I would say as a kid, I mean, CTC was always a great one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And then... Captain Crunch, anything with the the berries one was really good, and the peanut butter one was my favorite. Um, and then I think that was, Kinder, was there any other ones that we really liked? Um, I was going to say I really liked Fruity Pebbles. I, I have yeah, a problem I remember with your Pebbles. love of Fruity Pebbles. I don't, I don't like Fruity you Pebbles. You have to eat Fruity Pebbles pretty quick. Yeah, they, yeah. they get real soggy real fast, but right. uh, I, I really liked fruity pebbles and uh cinnamon life i probably was probably one of okay the ones. i'm just gonna Jets. go ahead and get my gripe with cinnamon life out of the way right. so this week i was sick and jay came over and i said jay offered to go get me some cereal and milk very sweet so he did he came back first off life literally cost double the amount of a gallon of milk it was like <laughs> four it was like over four fifty. Okay, yeah. the bag it literally was three bowls. Okay, <laughs> and then I ate it, and it is like fruit. It is like fruity pebbles in the fact that you have to eat it so fast. It gets soggy really quick. I do not mind soggy cereal. Like, oh, you, you. I. I need it. I need it not to be extra super crunchy. So I need it to be a little soggy. Yeah, honestly, that's the crunch was, to me is, uh, is a great appeal. I know Eric and his gripe with Captain Crunch of it destroys the roof of his mouth, yeah. but it doesn't me, and I like the crunch. So, 
Um, I would also I would say Apple Jacks was a was a big one yeah. too. We yeah. we ate Apple Jacks a lot. Apple Jacks. What about you, Jay? Um, okay, so my earliest memory of cereal was eating shredded wheat with my grandfather. Frosted shredded wheat. Oh, but that was, love it. That was it was definitely not my favorite cereal, but I'll come back to that later. I sent a picture to Corbin and it's, Christian, and I wanted to send it to you, Kendra, but for some reason I don't have your phone, your, your number on my phone. So I cried when I saw it. Right, it's anyway, so adorable. I think if at some point in the episode someone needs to send that, needs to forward that picture to you, so you can because it's. I mean, it's it's legitimately a snapshot of my childhood. It is my testimony for cereal. All starts with this picture, um, but. Uh, of course, you know, my last name uh, makes me, has always made me feel like I had to devote some level of loyalty to Reese's. <laughs> and so Reese's Puffs was my favorite cereal <laughs> as a kid. I mean, of course, I ate things like Honey Nut Cheerios because my mom wanted me to eat those. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Frosted Flakes, you know, with my... Uh, my my father was more into Frosted Flakes, and so we you know we had these the big divide. There. We had all these different cereals. We had so many different cereals in the house, but we you know they were so convinced that uh, they were so much more healthy than things like Lucky Charms and mm-hmm. Fruit Loops and Reese's Puffs, and and I just you know I I stuck to my guns and I went for Reese's Puffs. I used to go to my cousin's house like every other weekend. Because I'd go to my dad's every other weekend, and I would I would eat a full box of Reese's Puffs in one sitting, <laughs> and that was that was, that was like my highlight of the weekend. Yeah, not meeting up with the family, <laughs> not you know going on a trip. It was looking forward to Saturday morning with a box of Reese's Puffs. Mm. I think I usually chose peanut butter crunch over Reese's Puffs. Reese's so, Puffs have did, were they a more chocolatey? taste yeah. it's chocolate and peanut butter yeah i like so just the peanut basically butter. cocoa puffs and captain crunch peanut butter mixed together yeah i like just the peanut Boy. butter taste yeah i agree kendra um, I love jason this picture so is well. adorable <laughs> it's so cute <laughs> yeah it yes. is very cute those um, are they're shredded wheat are... <laughs> were you guys people that uh when you ate lucky charms you took out all the marshmallows and ate them separately or did you eat it all together i just ate it all together i did I, too i did too i liked the balance of marshmallows yeah i feel like you needed yeah, both i don't want i didn't want all that if you if you had just the marshmallows it was too sweet i think I mean, I went through the effort to make sure that I had at least one, if not two, marshmallows in every single spoon. Yeah, that's like part yeah. of the, like, that's like part of the be, fun. It had to be is you have to present. Yeah, if bite. you get a spoonful of just the regular whatever the other stuff is, just the bland. Well, if Cheerios you got too many marshmallows, like if you had like four marshmallows, I'd dip it back in to and limit it to like two, so it had exactly two more for the next. Yeah. So I wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was severe. There has to be a marshmallow place. in every yeah, bite. You, you couldn't just like go in there willy nilly and just scoop it out, <laughs> you know. And as you got to the bottom of the box of Lucky Charms, there were less marshmallows. It's like the marshmallows kind of like mm. were all collected at the top. So the they first floated two to the top. three mm. bowls were always saturated yeah. with marshmallows. Yeah, you always had to make sure you got enough marshmallows in there. It's basically every child's first treasure hunt. Is a bowl of Lucky Charms. Christian, that was freaking deep. <laughs> you should write a book called Lucky Charms. Every kid's first 
Treasure Island. <laughs> Treasure Island, the story of Lucky Charms and myself. <laughs> By C. Uh, a. Flinchum. C. A. Flinchum. C. A. Flinchum. Oh, man, I have a writer's name. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> oh. Did you guys ever find, uh, do, or do you remember any prizes that were in cereal that you found? No. I rem- I seem to remember there was a time where you could find a spoon, like a spoon yes. that changed oh, colors. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the that Lion was Lucky King Charms, one. wasn't it? Uh, I think I it was several the- different ones. I think it was General Mills. Yeah. Oh. Like, it was like a brand, like, they had them in oh, yeah, brands of cereal. Did like, you have, yeah, is Tricks General Mills, or are they something different? No idea. I don't know. I know Lucky Charms is, and I remember a Lucky Charms spoon. Yeah, because I remember, I remember a honey for that a, a Cheerios spoon, and I yeah. feel like there was one with the 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 Rice Krispie treat guys. Yeah, oh, probably so. Um, but they were so cool because they changed color with the milk. Yeah, like they would, t- and if it was like yellow, it changed to red. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. Well, one thing I wanted to say was just the how the branding of it is something that I think I remember almost as much as the cereal as a kid. Like there's like all the like, commercials. I, yeah. No, no. Like the back of the boxes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like even the mascots. Like I remember like eating, uh, honeycombs sitting on like in the, on the Island and just looking at the back of oh honeycombs. Cereal. That's another big yeah. one. Yeah. That, that, you know what I mean? Like, it seems to me like we're, we're sitting here doing a podcast about cereal and there's no, pr- I mean, there's really like no other food that you can do that to, mm-hmm. to, to really be nostalgic. I mean, I'm not, you're not going to be like, remember the, that toast that we had, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's <laughs> candy, very candy, I think is the only other thing yeah, we like could it's, do. It's very branded towards kids and the, the more, uh, and our generation, when we didn't grow up with cable until the like the fourth grade, the back of the cereal boxes is what made the cereal, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. No, and I mean, the commercials, the, the Honeycomb commercials and the Lucky Charms commercials um, were very memorable. Yeah, um, the Honeycombs with that wi- the wild, like... I, I don't even know what it was like that creature that would freak out. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh yeah. The like really fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I it's forgot like, about I... that. Yeah. Um, cause I thought it was a bee. Oh no. Is a bee Cheerios? Bees Cheerios. Okay. Kendra. Sorry. I got, this confused. is like, I got confused. How dare you? Cheerios. <laughs> uh, and I don't really watch kids cable anymore, so I don't know. Like, if yeah. cereal commercials are still a big deal anymore, but uh, that's I, I yeah, that's something I think we're all out of touch with. Yeah, in a way. Well, there's a cereal <clears throat> called Sugar Crisp. It was apparently the first one of the first cereals to. It had the distinction of being the first cereal with a television commercial. Oh, really? That was directed towards kids. And so this was, but this was 1949. Mm. So I mean, cereal was. Cereal goes back all the way to, I mean, of course, like hot cereals, but like 1890s and like 
right like right at the turn of the of the of the century right there so there's there was this whole period of time where people had to be convinced that it was nece- that it should be a necessity mm. as a part of breakfast and so a lot right. of the early branding was was geared towards adults and assuring them it's nutritious it's also going to help you know the stay at home wife the home, right. housewife making the breakfast an easier meal right um, and so of course it eventually you know appealing to children was was the, the logical progression I think and right. I, I know that I definitely um, I mean I, I can remember I didn't like love love honey nut Cheerios but I mean like thinking about cartoons and then thinking about the bee from the honey nut Cheerio commercial was like they were synonymous in my mind it was like yeah, this is this, yeah. Like, you're never that far <clears throat> from thinking about cartoons. You're thinking about cereal. You, you want to watch cartoons. You want to eat a cereal. Yeah, um, yeah. Saturday mornings. Yeah, it makes you think of Saturday mornings. Yeah. Well, really, any other mornings too, but but it know, does make you think something about of, Saturday morning. Yeah. It's like cartoons. So, cereal yeah. go hand in hand in American culture for some reason. <laughs> Agree. Maybe it's just it's been reinforced through commercials and different things. Yeah. Chris, did you say what your favorite one was? I can't remember what it was. Um, I don't think you did. I don't think I did. Um, What's your problem? I, <laughs> I, made a, I made a makeshift list here. Let's hear um, it. So I really loved Apple Jacks, Corn Pops, Reese's Puffs, Lucky Charms. I went through those like by mood like in seasons basically. Mm. And then I also loved an adult cereal called Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. Love that stuff, man. An adult Don't, cereal. I do not yeah. I refuse to become an adult with my cereal. Yeah. I, I never eat honey bunches of oats. Honestly, I it my never. my parents ate that. And so I one time I just randomly tried it and I loved it. And then it was just like, well, this is gonna be a section. It's like it's very sweet and it's very crunchy. Right. And I think that's why I like it. Well, the it's funny like, thing is that there's a whole there's a whole industry for cereals for adults, and there's a whole industry for cereals for kids. It, yeah, it's not just a, a childhood meal, right? You know? um, so that that part's is interesting. That it's I mean, you can have conversation. We could have a whole another podcast about our favorite interactions with cereal as adults. Probably. Yeah, the way I buy cereal now is. Uh... Whichever one is on sale is usually the one. It's usually right. the one I get. Right. Whichever one is like I did buy Fruity Pebbles a couple weeks ago, but usually it's I'm buying like the healthier ones like uh, uh, Raisin Bran and uh, what's the the one Special K, Special mm-hmm. K. I gotcha. Like. But uh, yeah, I do buy shredded wheat a lot though, frosted shredded wheat because I really like that cereal. Yeah, I enjoy those too. Yeah. My favorite is honey nut shredded wheat. That's what I was looking for the other oh, night. We went to the store. And, I've never had that. I mean, I love the frosted shredded wheat. And it was okay that the frosting would, would you know, like if it was in the milk for a little bit too long, it would, it would come off. And it would yeah. make the milk almost too sweet to bear, to drink. <laughs> but, um, but the honey nut, the honey nut wheat, man, that was my favorite. Um as far as shredded wheat goes, and they did not have it. It's it's been. Are they out? Did they not make them anymore? I, I, so, unfortunately, Google has been really ambiguous about whether it's really been discontinued or not because I keep seeing <laughs> that Google all these different versions of like honey nut shredded wheat, but I don't. I can no no stores are carrying it. 
or any any kind of semblance of it. The closest thing I found in the grocery store was like Quaker Oats had this honey nut something, and it kind of they of course they were they looked like um they were kind of cube shaped, so they kind of reminded you of shredded wheat, but. There's like six or seven different types of shredder wheat right now on the shelves, and I think that's not one of them. No, yeah, because I was I was shocked that there was that many shredded wheat because all we've ever had is the frosted ones, but and then there's like the regular ones. But I had no idea that there was like blueberry and a whole yeah. bunch of other stuff. I honestly have never had honey nut shredded wheat before. Yeah, I haven't either. Like I'm missing out because your love for it is so strong. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard you talk about that more than more than anything. But I do love that frosted wheat. Can, sure. Kendra, can you name the like the four major uh, cereal brands? Like today. Yes. The f- like specific cereals. No, like the companies. Oh, uh, Post. Okay. General owned Mills. by Post Malone. <laughs> Post Malone cereal. Post Malone cereal. Uh, General Mills. Um, it's, is it's, Kellogg's a, bl- a yes, brand? Okay. Yes. I don't know about the fourth one. It's it, it it's really obvious. Like if you really think about it. Cheerios. <laughs> Come on, Kendra. Think uh think uh you're so close. A different type of cereal product. Quaker? That's not yes, yep. right. Quaker. Nice. Porridge. Yes. <laughs> Some porridge. And the porridge. Quaker O's. Kendra, do you remember O's? Yes. Like Those the Oreo O's? <laughs> no, no, the Honeygram O's. Yeah. We always have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like uh, One I forgot to mention too is Golden Grams. I really like Golden Grams. Golden Grams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Quite there was a thing delicious. where I loved those. Yeah. Did, I don't know how much I, I liked them as a kid, but I I do love them now. Like yeah. if they're on sale, I definitely grab them. <laughs> I feel like y'all ate those a waffle. Was it waffle crisp, or was it honeycombs? Honeycombs. Honeycombs. Yeah. I feel like y'all ate wa- uh, honeycombs a lot. We did. Yeah, that was a big one. Surprisingly, I never. I I only ate uh honeycombs i think when y'all were around <laughs> like i don't i don't think i ever like got it really when y'all weren't like there for the summer or whatever gotcha which is kind of weird to think about yeah kendra do you like your do you eat cereal without milk uh no no i never i no. i mean because i i said i need it to be a little soggy so i feel like there's some cereal that's good without milk but I, if you asked me, I couldn't really tell you. I know that I mean, there's some Cheerios, that I'm like, oh, I like it without the milk. Same. Either way, uh, cheer- like regular Cheerios is just so boring to me. Yeah, I just there's, find regular Cheerios. Yeah, regular Cheerios suck. Well, it Christian. tastes like bland, there's, tasteless nothing. There's no reason to get regular Cheerios. Yeah, Honey Nut. If there's you're going the Cheerios, Frosted. Route, I love Frosted, oh. and the Apple ones. Those are good too. Well, here's an yeah. interesting thing: is that I mean, really, what is cereal without milk? What yeah, is cereal? Nothing. And so I, it, there's so several things. That is a love for cereal. There's yeah. several things I can't eat without milk. Uh, Oreos, I have to have milk. Oh my God, um, brownies, true. I have yeah, to Oreos have milk. Yeah, Oreos are disgusting. A brownie without <laughs> milk is is pointless. 
um, and uh, graham crackers, unless they're in a s'more. But if I'm just eating like a graham cracker, I really need to dip it in milk. <laughs> and like, let it get a little, little bit. It is. It is. Kendra, are you a uh, are you uh, a whole sure. milk two percent skim? Um, well, Eric, almond, almond. I do. I do almond milk with my shakes, but usually Eric likes two percent milk, so that's the one that I buy. Oh. Now we get to I'm it. I'm a skim all the way, but that's just because I was raised on it. I do think 2% is the better tasting milk for sure. I don't think that I can drink a glass of 2% or whole milk. That's true. I, I could drink a glass. In cereal, it's good. On yeah. its own, I don't think I could do it. I think it's just too heavy yeah. for me. Yeah. I agree. Um, so it's definitely a so better tasting drinking milk. milk, skim would be, but cereal milk, 2%. Jay, you're a whole milk kind of guy. There's, there's, well, it's no secret that I love my whole milk. There is no secret. <laughs> We're going to title this No Secret, Jay Loves Whole Milk. I mean, it, it, like, when I think about, you know, the, I've had cereal with skim milk. I've had it with, you know, like fat-free milk in it. <clears throat> I think some cereals, I mean, clearly, if you, if you eat Fruity Pebbles or Honey Nut Cheerios dry, like, they have a great taste. But there's something about the milk that brings cereal to life it accents and the cereal I feel... my palate needs whole i need whole milk for mm. my cereal. i feel like if you've got like a really sugary cereal like a fruity pebbles um you could probably get away with skim milk but if you're doing like cheerios or raisin yeah, bran like... you need a you need a whole milk it just feels like you're putting water yeah like milk flavored water into yeah. your cereal is there any milk that you, is there any cereal that you would eat and you got done with the cereal that you would actually drink the milk? Well, that's the benefit of a Cocoa Puffs because it turned it into chocolate milk. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that was like an incentive to buy, which they played off of very well. Right. Um, I drink the milk after all my cereals. Usually when I was a kid, for sure I did. But right. uh, the one of the reasons I like uh, shredded frosted wheats is that it absorbs all the milk so when you're done the bowl is pretty empty because it has like absorbed all the milk oh i hate that <laughs> <laughs> that's like not a, i want to have a, a nice gulp of milk when I'm done. that's funny you, so mouth to bowl or oh it's spoon it out oh no why would i spoon it it's hey, not soup it's not hot <laughs> soup hey i i'm i'm throwing it back man. i i would sometimes spoon the milk out just to make it last long. No. Just to enjoy. I Specifically with I, ever, I don't think I ever did that. Did you guys um, ever have those bowls that had the straws attached to them? Yeah, I did, Kendra. I mean, I know we did. <laughs> I did too. I honestly thought drinking just the milk after the cereal was disgusting. God, that is so... It was, it was so sugary oh by the time God. you got to that. It was just like, it was overpowering. That is not so a surprising statement. My method was always to get more milk with every bite than I would cereal. So while I was eating it, I was taking out the milk, basically. Mm. Because I don't like drinking the sugary milk after the cereal. I just think that's kind of gross. Personally, I think you're kind of gross personally, but you know, <laughs> for doing to that, each his own, to each his own, you know. Yeah, you're I try, I, you're entitled to be weird. I try not to waste the milk because I still want the milk, 
I just want to eat it with the cereal so it's not so overpoweringly it, sugary. It, it wasn't an option for me. I can remember as early as my f- earliest memories with cereal was always with my grandpa. And he made me drink the milk. And yeah. I did not want to drink the milk. I he think that there was milk. a I think that there was a conversation of like, do not waste the milk. Right. You will drink it. Yes. Yes. With me too. So Um, I have some uh slogans for different uh cereals here. Do you want to hear those? Yes. Maybe you could guess what the cereal is. Okay. Some of them are really easy and some of them are a little bit harder. Uh the yeah. Breakfast of Champions. Wheaties. Wheaties. Kid tested, oh, mother approved. Really? Yeah, they always have a sports person on them. That's true. Because of that. I've never had Wheaties in my life. Did you hear me? Yeah, I've never. No, what'd you say? Kid, kid tested, mother approved. Kid tested, mother approved. Oh. Kicks. Kicks. Oh, the hand job of cereals. <laughs> <laughs> According to uh, Donald Glover, he has a bit about that. <laughs> Wow. It's like, this is like the hand job of cereals. It's kind of sweet. So there's like not <laughs> enough sugar to be like the, like a de- desired cereal for kids, but it's better than Cheerios, basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, snap, crackle, pop. Rice Krispies. Uh, they're magically delicious. Lucky Charms. <laughs> I'm cuckoo for... Cocoa Pops. <laughs> Um, Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. <laughs> oh, God. Who are you right now? <laughs> They're great. Frosted Flakes. Yeah, those Tony. Oh, Tony. Uh, the Taste You Can See. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Very good. Uh, uh, this one's kind of hard. We Eat What We Like. Ooh, eat what we like. I've heard this. It's one. It's a cereal we talked about. Apple Jacks. Yes. Apple Jacks. We eat um, what we like. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. The next one, follow my nose. It always Wherever knows. Wherever it goes. Oh, is it Fruit Loops? Oh. That is Fruit Loops. Yeah. Toucan. Toucan Got- Sam. <laughs> Gotta have my... Pops. Pops. Um, yeah, corn pops. They're so good. The mouthfeel of corn pops. <laughs> that's so all amazing. that's all I have. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. All right. Is Are there we, anything else we want to say? Jay, anything else you want to you want to throw in there on your first ever podcast? First ever nostalgia. All I have to say is <clears throat> uh cereal is you know, it it think about this it has an entire grocery aisle devoted to it it's it's very important i mean it's in the center of the grocery store usually mm-hmm. it might be towards one of the one one end or another but i mean it's clearly not it's not the healthiest but i mean it is you know as far as quick meals when i'm starving i don't want to make something it will always have utility and will right. always be flavorful and it's not just for Saturday mornings. Yeah. It's I eat it a lot things. for dinner, actually. Lunch, dinner. There is nothing. If I than if I don't cereal dinner. Yeah, if I opinion. don't want to uh, really make anything for dinner, then I have. Uh, yeah, cereal. I mean that's what Helga is a and Hey Arnold so. <laughs> Because <laughs> her parents never cooked her meals. Aww, <laughs> so sad. Christian, that is so sad. Well. Do we want to? 
I don't even know how we would rate cereal. I think <laughs> ten out of ten. We're all cereal's just the best. Give it a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. But I will say cereal is a statement on how unhealthy America is in general. Christian, you, know what I mean? you are ending this podcast. We all talk about how much we love cereal. It is. Jay we said love it's cereal. not the healthiest. There's healthy cereal. We love cereal. It's great. And but goes, well, this is a clear picture of our of our we state cereal, in America. But let's be honest, it's not the best for us. No, but there are some healthier cereals. But um, I will say, when I was in college, I lived in a house with like my friends were all like, from different countries, and they were at the college. And um, they, in other countries, people do not drink or use milk the way we do. It's like, it's a kid's drink. Like, adults do not drink milk. So we (laughs) are, like, so they always thought it was funny that we would, like, do milk and cereal. And I'm like, yeah. What do they do with their cereal? Um, I don't think they eat cereal, do they? And not as much as we do. And I... I, I don't know. I, I can't really remember them specifically eating cereal. Um, but I, I do know they always thought it was funny how much milk we used. Um, because it's it's like for kids. It's it's calcium for kids. And like once you're an adult, you don't get calcium anymore. So it, you know, it's pointless. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we have some extra credit today. We're going back to Lord of the Rings Trivial Pursuit. Do you want to go, like, each of you answers individually, or someone just yells out the answer? I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I like we've the done individual. it both ways, you know, at our, in our gatherings. We've tried to... Yeah, so we've, we've talked about reading Lord of the Rings, and again, Jay, the friend that I always say, my friend Jay, or I just say our other friend, is uh, the one who we, we're reading Lord of the Rings with, so... This should be good. Um, we can just all yell it out. Okay. I'm down, I'm down for that. Yeah, it's more competitive <sighs> I that hate way. the yelling out. My reaction time is not as fast as these guys, so. <laughs> okay. All right, here go we ahead, go. Tinder. First question. Whose arms does Théoden fall into after Gandalf exercises Saruman? Eowyn. Eowyn, good job. What shape are the windows at Bag End? Round, circle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name given to the people who dwell in Edoras and the surrounding plains? The hill people. <laughs> the wild The Rohirrim. No. Oh, yes. Oh. The Rohirrim. That was oh, good. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. That was correct. Christian threw me off with the wild, <laughs> whatever he said. The hill people. <laughs> the hill people. <laughs> Classic misdirection. That's my, <laughs> that's my strategy in these games. Uh, who is the first hobbit tossed aside by the ring race when they attack on Amonsul? Barry and Pippin. No. Sam. Sam. Yes. <laughs> There's only so many options. <laughs> Uh, what fellowship actor is fluent in four languages? English, John Spanish, Danish, and Elvish. John Bean. No. Uh, oh, Vigo. Oh, Vigo. 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 Correct. <laughs> what is Sam's job at Bag End? He's a gardener. gardener. Yes. I'm your gardener. What part of Arwen's face is scratched in her flight from the ring wraiths? Her cheek. cheek. <laughs> yes. 
That's the noise that it makes. <laughs> I always thought that noise was cool. It's like, dang, she did, she barely flinched. Her face got all cut up. What does Grima order to be taken from Gandalf? His, his staff. staff. His staff. I told you to take his staff. What? Uh, what was the great fortress of Helm's Deep named after? A uh, precious mineral, a king of Rohan, or a river? King, king of, of Rohan. Rohan. Yes. Uh, what symbol do the Urukai brand their faces with before leaving Isengard? White hand, hand baby. Wow. Sauron's hand. The white hand. Yes, correct. All correct. Uh, what major character's role was recast just five days before filming? Er- Eric yeah, we talked about that. Oh. Uh, all right, one more card. One more card. All right. Who recites this verse about Gandalf's fireworks? The finest Sam. rock. Sam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of creature says he doesn't take orders from orc maggots? The, the Urukai. Yes. Yes. How many days does Arwen seek Aragorn and the hobbits before finding them in the woods? Thirteen. No. Seventeen. No, Fourteen. No. Three. No. Seven. <laughs> no. Five. I've been chasing you for something days. <laughs> Jay. Jay. Twenty-one. Two days. <laughs> Two days. Two days. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, well, I can remember the line being delivered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. What place according to Gimli, has more cheer in it than Edoras. A graveyard. More cheer than a graveyard? Yes. What creature does Eowyn kill by decapitating it? The the, the Nazgul and his prey. (laughs) Nazgul. Well, the net, yes. It's, that's not the name of the creature, though. It just says... Oh, the the thing it flies. Yeah, it just uh, says... Nazgul? No, no, the Nazgul, the Nazgul is, is the actual the, thing. The thing it flies on. The what ring, is it called? Ring Wraith and Nazgul are the same thing. Oh, I always... So wait, what's the answer? The winged mount of the Witch King is all it says. It doesn't oh. have an actual name. The winged thing. Well, how do we know what it really is then? Christian! You would have guessed wrong. <laughs> it's winged. Christian. The winged beast the Nazgul flies on. Okay. All right, last question. What is the tattoo that all nine fellowship actors sport as a symbol of their comradeship? Baggins. No. They all got Baggins <laughs> tattooed on them? On their butts. Uh, is it the uh, the symbol of J.R. Tolkien? No. No. Is it the leaf? No. The long is bottom it, leaf? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Is it, a war- is it like a phrase or is it a symbol? It is... It's one symbol. Once is the it a ring? No. The ring. No. The tree. Um, I actually knew the answer to this one from all of my oh, uh, research oh, I am as a so child. So shocked. <laughs> uh, no, it's the number. Know. It's the number nine in Elvish. Oh, oh. makes sense. Yep. yep. All right. Well, if you would like One to, sh- little time. if you'd like to share your thoughts on cereal, uh, which, milk, and tell us your favorite cereals, you can email us at nostalgia me this on gmail at gmail.com 
Uh, and on Twitter, we are at Nostalgia Me This. So please hit us up there. And uh, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. We're also part of the Radio Meanwhile Network. So you can go to RadioMeanwhile.com uh, to find even more awesome podcasts. Uh, I don't think we have a quote um, for today. Cereal is great. Got milk. Got, Got milk. milk. There we um, go. Got milk. Reese's puff. Reese's puff. Uh, <laughs> silly rabbit tricks for for kids. The yogurt was great. <laughs> <laughs> tricks yogurt, guys. Check All it right. out. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I was always more of a Danimals. Well. Say goodbye. Oh, you would be a Danimals. Uh, Say Danimals. goodbye. Danimals, baby. Right. Goodbye. <laughs>